The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. nerds discover your geeky haven with twink.com we've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms we carry top brands from disney funko marvel and dc star wars harry potter and much much more we also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else with all these collectible goods you're definitely gonna need a bigger boat Dive in with code WINGEEKS15 to save 15% off your first order at toink.com. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Want to know more? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and my... What the hell? Uh, um, <laughs> I didn't realize it was Wednesday here. I thought it was Friday. Now my whole week is messed up. Uh, by the way, you got to be at work tomorrow. Uh, oh my God. Uh, I do have to work tomorrow. Tomorrow's my Friday. It is the dashing duo, Derek and myself, Mike. How are you? Mm-hmm. Obviously, we know I'm not well. I am very cold. It is uh, currently uh, three degrees up here with a wind chill of very cold. Oh, I'm sorry. It is minus 10 now with a super cold wind chill. Wow. Uh, I have friends who, yeah. who work uh, with the athletic program at University of Maine. In Maine, throughout a advisory to those attending the basketball games and the hockey games up there this weekend, mm. uh, be prepared because it's supposed to be like it's forty. Yeah, up in that area, it's like um, oh, no. <laughs> so the warning, we have the, the warnings for out of town hours, right? Yeah, uh, we have up in New Hampshire, which is uh, you know obviously if you know your geography, right above Massachusetts where I am, uh, they. Mount Washington up in New Hampshire just broke a national record for the coldest temperature ever at uh, minus 110 degrees. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. That, but that's the top of the mountain with the, with the wind chill and it's, yeah. No. <laughs> um, check out the homepage, webegeeks.net. Uh, support our affiliates like uh, Red Flag Workshop, use code SMUGGLER3, 25% off your purchase. Bitty Boomers, use code WeBeGeeks, all one word, for 15% off your purchase there. And 
Bluetooth speakers, and from Toink.com, as you heard in our pre-roll, WinGeeks15 for 15% off, and you too can get a uh, your pick of the week, which may be our pick of the week this week for Weeby Geeks, and that pick of the week would be... Well, uh, and a little bit of cross-promotion with uh, one of our other friends of the show, uh, my pick this week is from Jada Toys, the Universal Monsters... Frankenstein 1957 Chevy Suburban diecast car and figure. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a cool looking 57 Chevy with a little Frankenstein. It is, um, of course, it's diecast, just like all, all Jada's good stuff. And uh, what's really kind of interesting about it is because it's a Universal Monster thing. It is black and white. Ooh. Yeah, so it's actually pretty cool. Very cool. I actually would like to get this myself. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Jada Toys. Mm -hmm. Listen to the episode that we had them on the show. You'll understand exactly how we feel. It's all goodness. And all all full of Uh, want. Wish and want. I could have talked to them forever. Oh, I love their stuff. Yes. Um, well, speaking of collectibles, we cover a few things to start off. Uh, one, Hasbro. Uh, these stories are going to come. Uh, this story is coming from a combination of the Pop Insider, our friends there, and Rebel Scum. Um, the fan stream happened earlier this week, and we got a sneak peek at some new products that are coming down the pike from. Hasbro, Star Wars. Uh, 14 new products were revealed, including action figures from Hasbro's Retro Collection, the Black Series, and Vintage Collection, as well as a premium Black Series Scout Trooper helmet. From the Retro Collection, we have the Mandalorian prototype inspired by the 70s Kenner Star Wars Collection. Uh, This is the latest in the prototype line. Is the Mandalorian figure um, from Wave One with the vinyl cape? Uh, the three three quarter inch figure features a vibrant pop of color with five points of articulation, and beautifully rendered retro packaging. Uh, this will be a Target exclusive at fourteen ninety nine this spring. Nice. Uh, then I am. There was there were some pipeline teases of some other. Oh, pipeline reveals of what is what they're working on, but not yet in production in the retro. Boba Fett Nomad, uh, which I believe is from Book of Boba Fett. Tuscan Raider, which I'm assuming is going to be a design from Book of Boba Fett. Phoenix Shan, Chrysanthemum. Yeah, <laughs> All of these are on my list as it is, but yeah, Chrysanthemum. Yeah. That may be a double. That may be one I buy <laughs> un uncard and one to leave on the card. Um, <laughs> Cad Bane, the live action Cad Bane in a retro figure. That's gonna be awesome. Jedi Luke Skywalker from Book of That's Boba cool, Fett. Yeah. Grogu from Book of Boba Fett and the Mandalorian from Book of Boba Fett. So he'll have the dark saber. Nice. That's gonna be cool. One, two, three, four. Yeah, eight figures. And it looks like this will probably be released in two different waves of four. Um, I'm down. I I'm cool. I am digging what they're doing with the retro line, and I am very quick 
I, I will say I, I am jumping on the retro line of figures faster than Black Series or even Vintage. <laughs> Black Series and Vintage, I am super picky about what I'm picking up. I really am. Like this April, I'm getting that, that new Dr. Afra. And with that one, I may pick up two. So I have one, one to leave in the box for display and one to open and display. Not a surprise. <laughs> but I'm trying to find one, the original Dr. Afros, and God, that's been a pain in the butt to find, too, at a decent price. <laughs> uh, next up from the Black Series, um, Darth Vader, Revenge of the Jedi. So it's the way he looks on the Revenge of the Jedi poster, the black and red. That is cool. Which looks That is very awesome. cool. I, li- I like that one. That would be a Vader I would I would consider getting from the Black Series. Yeah, because. Me too. Because of the stylized and from the, and I believe that one comes, uh, as I'm checking between stories, that one has the special box as well with the original Revenge of the Jedi artwork on it that later became Return oh, of cool. the Jedi. So I, w- I would Great. definitely take them out of the box on this one and, and had the box behind them as a, as part of the display for sure. Um, but yeah, unfortunately that one's only going to be available at Star Wars Celebration. So yeah. Oh, man. Could, we're going to be paying triple prices for that one. Then I probably won't bother uh, dusting off a spot on my Darth Vader shelf. Actually, trick or... is, not only will they be available <laughs> exclusively at Celebration, but in the past they've also been ex- available at uh, Hasbro Pulse. But yeah, that would be worth the 34 bucks for that one. Yeah, definitely. I, I would... I. I mean, we, we have been critical about the uh, pricing of, of the figures. I, I, would pay, I would pay 34 bucks for this particular one because it's the Definitely. anniversary of Revenge of the Jedi. No, it's the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi, but originally the film was supposed to be Revenge of the Jedi. And I think because of that, um, Star Wars changed their name from Revenge of the Jedi to Return of the Jedi, partially because, well, according to Lucas, why would Je- Jedi seek revenge? Two, around the same True. time, Revenge of the Nerds was coming out. <laughs> if I remember correctly. Excuse me. And there was a connection of one of the two film. I believe it was Star Wars also changed because of they didn't want to be potentially linked with Revenge of the Nerds with Revenge of the Jedi. Confusing. I get it. So, because um, I think maybe... I gotta research that story more, but I know there's a I know there's a tie with the movie titles with there there's a correlation with Revenge of the Nerds and Return of the Jedi. I just don't remember which way. Uh also too, Kia Mundi, I believe making his first appearance in Black Series. Very cool. Doesn't look too bad. I I don't think this is Yeah. It's it, it's not a figure I would go after though, right now. It's it's not it's not in my yeah. wheelhouse of one I'm wanting to collect. Now retro? Yeah, it's not. I'm not a huge Kaddy Wendy guy, but um, I mean, if I was going after the different Jedi for to have the Jedi, yeah. Now I want Plo Koon because I I have his lightsaber as well from Disney, the legacy saber from Disney. Dooku for sure, and if they ever do Jedi Dooku for sure, same thing. And because of my appreciation of the character after uh, Tales of the Jedi and. And Kevin Scott's uh, Dooku Jedi Lost, which I still rate. You know, I get people ask, "What? what if I want to get into Star Wars audiobooks? What? Which one should I start with?" As much as I love Afra and that one, I always go Dooku Jedi Lost. That's the first one to get into. 
So you tell him to go uh, find a Dooku? Go find a Dooku. I see. Yep. <laughs> uh, there is a rebel trooper, which is interesting because it comes with, uh, this one's almost a deluxe pricing. Uh, to commemorate the 40th anniversary of Star Wars Return of the Jedi with the rebel trooper, uh, this premium six-inch figure inspired by the character appearance in the movie, fans can display this figure which features premium detail and multiple points of articulation, uh, includes four entertainment-inspired accessories, including an alternate faceplate. So you could do clean-shaven, or you could do bearded guy. <laughs> if you do bearded guy, that supposedly wrecks after a major weight loss. Sure. <laughs> um, and Phase 2 armor, Clone Commander Jesse. 501st stuff. Mm-hmm. See, I thought about that too. Because <clears throat> I, I have Rex. I'm like, do I really want to go down this road? I mean, I love I love the Rex and Rex I picked up at Ollie's discount, Ollie's discount for like four bucks because the package was damaged to all get out, but the figure was in great shape. I'm like, yeah, I'll pay four mm. bucks for him. Um Yeah, really. And then they started doing all these others. And I'm like, oh, because I, I want to say they did a an Echo or a Fives. I mean, they did a few others not too long ago. And I'm like, they were Target exclusives, I believe. And they were just so difficult to find. I'm like, uh... Now, yeah. Vintage Collection, I would consider going back and getting them. Because I also have a Rex in the Vintage Collection. Retro Collection? As we already said, at this point in time, anything retro? Yeah. Because retro <laughs> comes out in small enough waves with enough time in between, it makes it affordable for me to purchase. Without a doubt. Will I get that retro prototype Mandalorian? I don't know. I've seen the pictures. It looks okay. But the prototype stuff, I'm not really into. I got the one prototype that I wanted. The prototype yeah. Chewie. I have two Chewies. One that's going to remain carded and one that's going to be opened up for display. With Chewbacca. Even though there's six of them. If I find the other six loose later down the road, great. Yay me. If not, no big deal. I have two. I'm okay with that. So, um, with the, and then wrapping up the black series, it's the scout trooper helmet. Talked about, uh, it's an electronic helmet that is for fans and collectors with a premium role play model inspired by the film. It features realistic deco and electronic voice distortion effect. The helmet will be available this summer at Hasbro pulse and major retailers for one thirty one. You know, just not bad for the Hasbro Pulse helmets or for the uh, Black Series helmets. <clears throat> right. Now, with the helmets, they do an ADAT helmet, ADAT pilot helmet. Yes, <laughs> please, gold. Um, the different the different X-Wing pilot helmets, if I had more room, I would consider it, especially when they go on sale at Disney because I get additional discount on top of that being a cast member. I would consider it. But right now, I have I have a Luke uh, it's X-Wing a good pilot deal. helmet. <laughs> I have a Luke X-Wing pilot helmet that is on my display and I'm, I'm happy with that. Uh, like I said, I've gotten, I've gotten picky about what I'm collecting. Uh, from the vintage collection, seven new figures, Darth Vader from Death Star 2, Han Solo, Wee Quay, Clone Commander Hauser in Phase 2 armor, or wait, Clone Commander Hauser, Phase 2 Clone Trooper, Admiral Piet, and Starkiller. As well as Phase 2 Clone Trooper Multipack. Ooh. There you go. This one for you. They've done a Phase 1 Clone Trooper Multipack already. 
Uh, this one's phase two armor uh, with clone troopers de in detailed uniforms with six accessories. Packaging is inspired by the original Kinner line with the 20th anniversary logo on it. Uh, I saw a better picture of it. Where did it go? Um, the deco on this is the 212th. That would be Cody's? That Cody's group? Um, inspired by the members of the 212th Legion. Uh, I'm curious. Back to time. Uh, Cody, yeah, it's Cody's group. This was Kenobi's. Kenobi was the general with uh, with Cody as the second in command, and then beneath him was uh, Gregor and Waxer. Find yourself uh, the commander Cody, because I want to say they just released a commander, re-released a commander Cody vintage collection figure. Get that with this, be a nice little. That would be the ideal troop builder right there. Yeah, you can build yourself a whole squad. Yeah, that'd be a nice little thing. Um, just looking at the... Oh, and then the pipeline reveals for the vintage collection. Luke Skywalker, Book of Boba Fett, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and battle-damaged Darth Vader 2-pack. That one from the you know from their final battle on Kenobi, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. That may be, uh, that may be worth grabbing. Yeah. Um, speeder bike. And the Mandalorian's N1 Starfighter. Okay. Uh, and then in the pipeline for the Black Series, Luke Skywalker and Grogu build-up pack from Book of Boba Fett, a deluxe Darth Malgus, and a Ahsoka Loyalist helmet. Hmm. Very interesting. So the pipelines, for me, the retro stuff in the pipelines is very, very intriguing. I was just looking at the um, Starkiller figure that looks pretty good yeah i would consider getting him just mm -hmm. just because. I would too and that the the vaders the damn battle damage vader and stuff yeah on the pipeline the the vader and obi-wan that'd be a great piece to get and then we contact our friend over at cardboard mm. galaxy and go hey can you do the cardboard background of the final battle with a couple rock pieces or a diorama of these two yeah really <laughs> that would be incredible uh, but like I said, the retro line for me is just, without a doubt, right up my alley. So, um, you know, we couldn't do podcasts without our computers. And I don't know That's, about you. It's true. Um, I think I sent you a picture of my little setup that I have here, how it's improved and how I've gotten a little geekier with it. Pop Insider says nerdy. Yes. I don't, I don't like using nerdy in this type of realm. That's why we're weeby geeks, not weeb nerds. Um, mm. Although, when talking about computers and stuff, <laughs> yeah, that would be more than nerdy. But for me, uh, Cherry Tree, who I'm not exactly sure who Cherry Tree is. Give me a quick second to look up their site. Maybe. <laughs> there we go. Uh, they provide. They do custom tech for uh, PCs and they do, they do different PCs and uh, computer cases and other stuff. They have, oh, their site, wow. I'm quite impressed. They could do this. I want to see what they do with uh, potentially Star Wars. They could get that like okay. Um They have a Star Trek collection that features PC cases, computers, and more to even make the Enterprise envious of your tech. Hmm. 
the biggest part of the collection right now are the Borg Cube PC cases. These PC cases are designed to look like the fearsome Borg Cube. Uh, that is cool. They support ATX, micro ATX, and mini ITX motherboards. Mm-hmm. means nothing to me. It's a motherboard. Yeah. Apparently a powerful one. <laughs> Woohoo. Um, you can buy the case on its own or with a full setup. I would have to do a full setup because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Uh, the board cubes can also be customized to have mm. transparent sides, laser engraved casing, LED fiber optics, LED screens, and more. If you're looking for more, you can also get the Star Trek Picard PC cases in a bundle with a hoodie at a special rate. Okay. And again, all impressive. Uh, part of this is very yes. is geek is geek talk to me, is well nerd talk to me. Yeah. Um, also, their collection features Borg hives, data storage systems that look like Borg cubes and can work with Mac, PC, or Linux, and other gaming and PC accessories, apparel, and even three and a half and nine and a half statues of a Borg with a cat on top of it. Okay. That's cute. With the cat. So I'm going back to their. <laughs> oh. The website. It's amazing. So, uh, yeah, you said you wanted to see what they could do with Star. Well, how about this? They have a <clears throat> Star Wars Death Star themed personal computer. Where, where you it comes that? obviously in the shape of the Death Star. Cherry Tree does? Uh, I'm on the Cherry, cherry Tree site. Yep. And uh, I was just scrolling through and I found it. Oh, my God. Let's check. Geek see, geek uh, geek ready built cases. See, I don't know your wife. These are impre- um, I mean, they're impressive. PCs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> Desktops. I I'm searching. I don't see it. NAS devices. Oh, go go to. Go oh, to coming soon. soon, so they don't have it yet. They just announced it. These are like mini PCs. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, I signed up for a newsletter. Yes, yes, yes. Got mm-hmm. to know. I got to know. Wow, I looks, I looks cool. I know, huh? Yeah, I, I, I want to know what these. Uh, That's wicked cool. Cherry. Oh, these are just these are just early prototypes too. Yeah. Uh, that's I cool. Thought, I thought they were. I thought the article mentioned something about um, like storage devices. I don't see storage devices. Oh man, I feel I feel misled. Oh well, later time I'll, I'll delve delve into it more later. Because to continue on, our friends at Bandai have launched. Back in January, uh, the Grogu Tamagotchi. Nice. Uh, Don't tell me you found it after I clicked off the site. No, no, no. I was going to say, didn't they? I don't. I want to say they told us about this, but I don't remember. I believe they, they, they told us off air. Told us about it. It was off air. Off air. That's yeah. what I was. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what those, I was, yeah. I'm like. And it was one of those. We knew it was coming, but we. Uh, <laughs> We kept it so well of a secret <laughs> that we forgot about it ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is cool. And I, I'm glad to see more Star Wars stuff coming. I still want to get the R2 one. And then finally, 
uh, getting back to Hasbro, uh, we know Celebration is Star Wars Celebration is taking place in April in London this year. So the exclu- apparently the exclusives. Uh, here's a sneak peek. What's going to be there? Uh, okay, so we already talked about uh, the Vader Revenge of the Jedi Vader. Mm-hmm. Comicbook.com. We talked about all of this. We did. Comicbook.com did horrible with the story, making you think all this is exclusive to Celebration, but it's not. It's just a fa- it's it's the fan right. stream recap. But there's a good picture of that Mandalorian retro. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool, but I I just I don't think I don't think so. Oh, Admiral. He looks so good. I believe this is the first time Piet's getting a figure, or at least in the vintage collection. He may have been a figure once before. Probably, yeah. Oh, I did not realize the Vader in the vintage collection for you, the Death Star 2 Vader, you can unmask him. Mm-hmm. Oh, that looks so nice. And has yes, a removable hand. That, yeah. Yep. That looks so good. That looks so good. And the clone trooper phase, phase 2 armor is from Andor. And then we already talked about uh, the multi-pack. Yeah, that the Starkiller looks great. Yeah, I kind of want that one. And then um, Star Wars Visions. We've heard it's coming back. So here, here's who's on deck for Volume 2. Uh, it's going to be streaming May 4th on Disney+, Plus, featuring nine new anima- animated shorts from nine studios across the globe. Cartoon Saloon, Punk Robot, Omar Studio, Ardman, Triggerfish, Dart Chitarjo, Studio Le Cachette, 88, and El Gurry Studios. Okay. Um, El Gurry Studios has worked on Troll Hunters, Wally, Finding Nemo. Oh, wow. Okay. So they've done collaborations with Pixar. Um, but no, seeing the Troll Hunters picture, if, if this is something based along that animation, it's going to be nice. Uh, Cartoon Saloon yeah, huh. is an Irish animation studio. Um, really? Huh. huh. Interesting. And I, lo- I love the look that they show the picture for this. Their sample, their work looks great. Now I'm gonna have to. Now I'm gonna have to go look up some of these projects that they work on. That's that's the cool thing about this story. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna have to look up some of these projects. Uh, you can find the story over on uh, comicbook.com. Uh, Punk Robot is a Latin American studio, having produced a short that won an Oscar oh. in Bear Story. Oh. Okay, hmm. uh, this looks kind of cool. Seeing this picture, that's, I'm liking this. This is kind of all right. I knew I recognized Ardman. Wallace and Gromit. Ah, yes. This is going to be awesome if they do a claymation. Oh. They do a claymation one. That's going to be. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Oh. Yes, please. uh, Studio Mirror. Um, It's best known for its properties such as Legend of Korra, The Boondocks, Harley Quinn, Young Justice, The Witcher, Nightmare of the Wolf, and Mortal Kombat, to name a few. This this is going to be... Oh, wow. This is going to be... Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I didn't enjoy Visions Season 1. I did. Even with the... Mm. What have been considered the weaker episodes, it was still still so fun to watch. And, and see, yeah. see Star Wars in the different styles was great. Um, Studio La Cachette, uh, you've heard of some of their franchises, including Adult Swim's Primal, Adventure Time, and Love, mm. Death, and Robots. 
Um, they are a French animation studio. 88 Pictures. Did uh, They have previously worked on series Fast and Furious, Spy Racers, Samurai Rabbit, the Usagi... Oh, they did... Oh, they did the Usagi Chronicles? Okay. And VeggieTales, which I know a little bit because of Zoe. They are a Singapore group. Oh. Oh, okay. So we're going to get hmm. the, the studios that the studio that did Samurai Rabbit, the Yasaki Chronicles, doing one. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, and then Dart Satajo. Um, they have been involved in Attack on the Titan, uh, Boratu, oh, the okay. Naratu Next Generations, One Piece, Pokemon Journeys, Tokyo Ghoul, to name a few. Okay, doing One Piece and having that One Piece-inspired-esque um, for Star Wars will be nice, too. Or even Attack on the Titan. Either one. Oh, I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited about season two. Uh, Triggerfish is a South African studio. Uh, their projects are a little lesser known, um, but they have been involved in BBC films, Stickman, Revolting Rhymes, and Highway Rat. Okay, hmm. I I'm excited for all of this. I mean, I was excited about season one. I am now just as excited for season two. I really am. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's some interesting ones there, which I'm very, uh, very much excited about. I I am very pleased that the first time they did it, it was with traditional Japanese anime. I am loving the fact that now they are branching out to other. Yes. Other. And it's the way it should be. Visions is being done right. Yes. I mean, when they talk about. Definitely. Star Wars anime or animated outside of Lucasfilm animation. Yes, Japanese anime was the way it should have started, which is which it did, and I and I love that you get a great sampling. The only studio right. that I wish we had gotten in Visions that we didn't was Studio Ghibli, but they made up for that with the right. with the uh, Grogu short that they just released right before Christmas. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. I'll have to check it out. So, um, so yeah, but I would still love to see another original story star wars story done by studio ghibli or or a star wars visions or even a separate project yeah on its own. yeah so uh speaking of multiple projects this is going right up your alley well as uh samuel l jackson once said in jurassic park Everybody hold on to your butts, because we got some big news here. So, Warner Brothers uh, uh, Discovery has been going nuts this past year. That's that's an understatement. (laughs) Yeah, Especially in the DC universe, for one thing, uh, a lot of cancellations, a lot of changes, a lot of other stuff. The recent, most recent slate of cancellations, including the Titans and Doom Patrol shows, which are ending after their four seasons. Which, by the way, uh, James Gunn was quick to point out that that was not his fault. So. it's he it's not he's not the one to blame for their cancellations so 
what what we but, have, uh, yeah, what so we have ever here since... is a, is a failure in communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just lost my train of thought. Sorry, oh, yes. I did not mean to do that to you. <laughs> so that's uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, so ever, ever since James Gunn and his part, partner, Peter Safran, took over as the heads, as DC's version of Kevin Feige, uh, we've been wondering what's going to happen what what's he gonna do? What what kind of changes is he gonna make? Uh, can he save the DC universe? Well, uh, we finally got some big news, and uh, it's basically everything's um, destroyed, and there's nothing left, and it's all gone, and there's no. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sounds like we might need a flashback paradox. Ah, yes, and we're supposed we're supposedly getting one. Did I go there? Eventually, but okay. but no. So uh, recently, they came out. They put out an announcement uh, about what's coming in the future. And uh, boy, I tell you, boy, I, boy, I tell, boy, boy, I tell you. So that'd be a time that we would need to find a Hank Hill drop for the show. Boy, I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, so he put they put out a huge list of stuff that they're going to be doing with a big announcement, including movies and TV shows and such. And uh, there's some really interesting things on this on this list, which I'll get to in one second. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I'm flipping through Facebook, and there's someone who's got three boxes full of Luke Skywalker X-wing pilots retro of the original. Kenner. In good shape. Yeah. No. No. Uh, mm-hmm. No weapons, but who cares? I'd be great for like army building. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, really. Oh no, they're, they're the Palatoy factory overstock. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> so they probably say Palatoy on them. Not oh, dude, I'll buy ten, please. <laughs> they're decently priced. Yeah, really. Oh man. Okay, so <clears throat> back to DC. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, starting here, starting with movies. Uh, we're going to get a movie called. Superman Legacy. Mm, yes. yes. Uh, so that's going to be obviously a new Superman movie. Um, obviously, it's not going to star Henry Cavill, unfortunately. I really, I'm a little disappointed about that because whereas I didn't like the Snyder stuff, I kind of wanted to see, I kind of liked it. Henry Cavill as Superman, and I would like to have seen him um, do like a, a good Superman movie. Yeah, but uh, he had potential. Uh, yeah, he did. Yes, he did. He had a lot. But of now potential. that's not. 
Yeah, but now that's not gonna that's not gonna happen. But this this one, Superman Legacy, uh, according to to Peter Safran, it's being written by James Gunn. Uh, they're hoping he will direct it, but we'll see. And it's gonna it's not an origin story. Uh, but it's going to focus on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing. Okay. So, uh, so we'll see. We'll see. Sounds like it may that could be, be interesting. Next sounds like it up, may be inspired by uh, by a story arc of some sort. Mm, just, could be. Uh, next. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say. Uh, next up. Next up. <laughs> They're going in a completely different direction, and they're going to be doing The Authority, which is very, very interesting. Uh, The Authority was originally from Wildstorm, uh, which is also now an imprint uh, with DC. And they're very different kind of superheroes. Uh, They're Basically good intention, but they think the world is completely broken, and the only way to fix it is to take things into their own hands. Whether that means killing people, destroying heads of state, changing governments, basically whatever they want to do to make the world better. But so, isn't really making the world yeah. better? Well, that's the question. They think it is, but is it? Next. Oh. This this one's very interesting. Next up, we're going to have a movie called The Brave and the Bold. Ooh. Ooh, hoo, hoo. Which, is, which is going to be an introduction of the new Batman, which is not, I repeat, not the Robert Pattinson Batman, because that's going to be kind of a, its own thing. And it's not Ben Affleck. See, we have discussed, yeah, we have discussed the possibility of running multiple um, mm-hmm. Batmans. That way you, you could do like Batman, by Gotham by Gaslight live action, right. even the Killing Joke live action. And it was suggested, no, that would confuse people with Batman in the timeline. Okay, cool. But now we're going to get it <laughs> now under, uh, um, under Gun. We're going to get that. So, dig this. this, The Brave and the Bold is going to be a story of Damian Wayne, who is Batman's actual son, uh, that he actually didn't know existed for the first eight to ten years of Damian's life. He was raised as a little murderer and assassin. These are uh, James Gunn's actual words, by the way. and it's oh, it's actually based on the Grant Morrison comic run. Interesting, Ooh. interesting. Mm. And it will feature other members of the extended Bat family. Uh, <laughs> just because we feel like they've been left out of the Batman stories in theater for far too long. <laughs> Don't say. Mm. Ah, next up, we have. Another interesting one. Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Oh, which is based on the Tom King story. Um, Tom King's Tom King's a good writer. 
So, yeah, so that should be, and I guess it looks like Tom King actually is going to be heavily involved in the movie as well. So that's cool. And in this one, Superman was sent to Earth and raised by his loving parents. Uh, But Kara was on Krypton. She was on a piece of Krypton that drifted away from the planet. And she lived there for the first 14 years of her life. In a horrible situation where she watched everyone around her die. Wow, that is brutal. <laughs> so she's a much harsher and more messed up Supergirl than you've been used to. Wow, that's interesting. Okay. Uh, another interesting one is they're doing a Swamp Thing movie. Yeah. Hmm. And it will investigate the dark origins of Swamp Thing. Very interesting. Hey, have you seen the original Swamp Thing with uh, Adrian Bardo? <laughs> yes, I have. It was good. I even enjoyed yes, the second. I have. Mm. Okay. The second one's no Howard the Duck, but it, it was fun. It wasn't like the first one. The first one was great. I actually enjoyed the series when the mm. series came out. Mm. Mm. So. Yes, so this one should be interesting, hopefully. Okay. Uh, Now, moving on to television, there's a couple of interesting ones here. One I'm very excited about. Uh, First of all, they're doing a TV series based on the Creature Commandos. Which I'm unfamiliar with. I'm going to have to figure out how I get caught up on. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be an animated TV series. Um, and what's interesting is their James Gunn says they're going to have their animation tied directly into their live action stuff. Okay. In fact, they're going to have television, movies, and games all, all intertwined within the same universe. Wow. Go that's big. even, that's, that's. Go big or go home, right? Mm. Um. So that there isn't really much on the creature commandos here, but, but I'm familiar with them, but not enough. So I need to do more research on them. I need to do more research as well. Only uh, we next up, we that. have the. I know, right? I wish I knew somebody. <laughs> uh, yeah, this would be a perfect time for him to. Anyway, uh, next up, we have Waller. <laughs> Which is starring Vi- Viola Davis again uh, as Amanda Waller. You know, and this that's is going to have some of the Peacemaker team in it. That's one thing they've what? gotten right is they're keeping the Waller from the suicide. You know, the Viola Davis. They're keeping her as the role. Yeah, even with all. Yeah, the, I agree. Even yeah. with all of these relaunchings, um, I think mm. she. I think she's perfect for it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I like her. Um, so this this Waller series is, according to them, them, it's going to sit between Peacemaker season one and season two. Oh, I can't wait! Interesting. For I know. And, and the cool uh, thing about Peacemaker is it could fit in the old universe or the old DC EU or whatever it was, mm, or the new right. DCU because it, it's right. guns work. So it's. 
it's funny too because I remember when I heard first heard about the you know they're doing a peacemaker show. I was like, what? Why? Who? Who cares? Who wants to see that? And it turned out to be one of the best one of the best things ever. One of the best superhero shows. It's one of the best DC projects ever. Definitely, definitely. So, um, oh, here's an interesting one. Uh, they're going to have a show called Lanterns. Yeah, which is uh, it's going to star Hal Jordan and John Stewart. Two of the three it's be on HBO Max. Two of the three Earth Lanterns. Four. There's actually four Earth Lanterns. Okay. Don't forget about Kyle Rayner, even yeah. though he's not really anyone's favorite but <laughs> well, he, uh so this lan- he's a white hmm? lantern right yes yes he is that's right uh at least the last time i knew of him. so yes you're so you're correct technically <laughs> see I, I was thinking hal jordan john stewart and guy gardner guy gardner mm-hmm. um named so the lantern i think his last name came from some town in uh, massachusetts i never heard of that town okay. that i live in <laughs> 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 uh, well. so lanterns is uh, lanterns is going to be a true detective type mystery story you know i could deal mm, with that i could deal with that because the lanterns are almost like yeah, a detective a, type yeah they're group. basically the uh, like the space police yeah i, I could deal with that mm. well here's an interesting one Galactic Gumshoes. Paradise Lost. Yeah, heard about yes, this. Yes, exactly. This is going to be a Game of Thrones type story about Themyscira, Paradise Island, home of the Amazons, and the birthplace of Wonder Woman. Uh, it's going to have all the darkness, drama, and political intrigue behind this society of only women. Very interesting. But it very, takes, very it takes interesting. Or Wonder Woman's born. Yes. It's the origin story of, of how the Society of Women came about. And finally, the one uh, one of the ones I'm most looking forward to is... The one I've been waiting for. The Booster Gold series. Yes. I love Booster Gold. It's who, one of my favorite characters. Who would you want as Booster Gold? Ooh. I know there has been... I, I know there's been names tossed Don't around in the no. Uh, hmm. I, I don't know. Hey, Booster Gold was in Legends of Tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Briefly. Why have I not? All right. I hope they don't, as much as I love Legends of Tomorrow, and I need to get caught up, I hope they don't use uh, that Booster Gold. Uh, looks like that Booster Gold was uh, Phazon. Yes. Yes, that's right. And it was kind of like more Booster Gold in name yeah. than in, you know. Yeah, I'm sitting here th- trying to think myself. Who would I want to see as Gold? I have no idea. If it was back in the day, I would say John Larroquette. This was in the 80s. Because <laughs> I think he would have been. Interesting. Um, I don't want to go with w- with any pro wrestler active pro wrestler um i'm just i I am stumped on who maybe who's got that personality it might be maybe it might be better to have a uh an unknown actor 
or a lesser known actor play play booster see that's where i'm going i'm trying i'm trying to figure out who's got that type of attitude and ego that that's a lesser known or up and comer that i've seen and i can't can't think i don't know i'm not sure I'm trying to go through all the different shows that I've seen, especially since I was out for almost seven months on medical leave. I watched a lot of shows. Should have done other stuff, mm-hmm. but um, maybe maybe James Gunn will bring bring in Chris Pratt to do it now that he's not doing. Uh, I think Chris Pratt's too old. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Gotta be someone cocky, cocky and. Full of ego. I, I'm I'm thinking I'm trying to find I'm trying to figure out like a comedic um I know. The guy from Pitch Perfect. From the Pitch Perfect series. Uh give me a never seen it. I never seen it. As soon as I mention the actor, you'll know who I'm talking about. I know as soon as I mention the actor, you're gonna know who I'm talking about. I gotta find the actor. <laughs> Full cast and career. There we go. Um Adam Devine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I, th- he, I think he can make... Yeah, actually, yeah. I think he can make a very ideal... Yeah, I can see that. Um, ideal... Uh, he's known as Bumper in the Pitch Perfect series. Uh, they even did on um, one of the streaming services. I think it was on Peacock. Uh, either Peacock or Paramount. Uh, pitch perfect bumper in Berlin. Um, but he's he's funny. He he yeah, is well he's known. He's also on he, the Righteous Gemstones, which I love. I love him on that one. Uh, uh, I've he was on uh, Jexy. Um, great. It's a, Modern Family for a bit. Uh, Jexy is workaholics. Jexy is a series that he did over on uh, for Netflix, and he's. Uh, <clears throat> Jexy's almost like a uh, sarcastic Siri, so to speak. Phone AI. Hmm. Um, I mean, he he has a great history. Yeah, yeah, he's done some good stuff. Uh, and he's one of those where oh, he was in Tron Uprising, TV series. <sighs> he was he was he did the voice of uh, in the uh, Lego Batman movie. He did the f- the voice of the Flash. voice of the Flash. Yeah. I mean, it, this is one of those, he, he's done a lot of stuff, but he, he, he's a, he could be considered lesser known, even though he has done some major films. Yeah. Yeah. But he's one of those right. people who, who could squeak under the the radar, which I think makes him perfect for, for booster gold. I think he has the right attitude for booster. gold. I, yeah. I could totally see that. I can totally see that. So. It was just one of those trying to figure out exactly who. And right now, I can't think of anyone else outside of him. So I'm trying to trying to look at uh, like the Pitch Perfect films because I mean there there was definitely some very interesting Ben Platt. No, um, there was another guy, but no. Um, Adam Devine's the is the one that I could think of. Uh, Skylar Aston, maybe, but. No idea who that is. Uh, Skylin, Skylar Aston is in, uh, in Grey's Anatomy. He was in Zoe's Extraordinary Christmas and Extraordinary Playlist, uh, Secret Society of Secondborn Royals, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Um, 
I have not seen any of that. <laughs> I mean, he. Uh, I mean, he's done some some good things, but no, Adam Devine is the only name I could come up with. Truly, that I am comfortable saying Booster Gold is Adam Devine. Just yeah, point, I could see that. Just I could definitely point. see that. Uh, I think Adam has, you know, seeing his specials, seeing a bunch of other things that he's been in, he's got the right, it wouldn't be hard for him to get into that character. And he could do an amazing job. Mm, I agree. So, I agree. Um, that's that's going to wrap it up for us. I thought about doing, I thought I had right. one other story, but we talked about it over our Mighty Marvel Geeks and, um, I don't know how much you really care about the thoughts of Seth Rogen. In this particular case, not really. Okay. So <laughs> go check out our, our feelings about Seth Rogen's comments over on Mighty Marvel Geeks this week. Uh, final thoughts. Mm, I'm actually, um, after seeing all that, I'm actually excited about DC again. DC stuff again. If it's done. And I can't wait to see what, what, uh, what comes of it? If it's done like Peacemaker, if it's done like the Suicide Squad, which I actually enjoyed the Suicide Squad, especially with, you know, Starro, yes. come on. Um, yes, that was awesome. I I thoroughly enjoyed that whole thing. If Shazam, the first one, I'm scared mm. about Fury of the Gods. We'll probably go see it, uh, but, I, but I'm scared. Because Wonder Woman I'm was not. great. Wonder Woman was great. Yeah. Wonder Woman... Even Zoe said, why did they do Wonder Woman 84? She loves Wonder Woman. Yeah. One of her favorite DC characters, and she she's critical of Wonder Woman 84. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I'm a little concerned about Shazam, Fury of the Gods. I have high hopes. I'm not but worried, I, but, but I'm I don't not. Want to be disappointed. Yeah. I'm keeping my hopes low-ish. Just in case, yeah. but I'm hoping to go in to enjoy to enjoy the film and try not to be highly critical. And I hope I don't. All right. I hope I'm pleasantly surprised and walk out more than more than that. Because if it goes the route of yeah. Wonder Woman 1974 or 1984, mm. I'm going to be I'll I'll tout right away to not wait for James Gunn to get his hands on DC Universe. <laughs> yeah. So, but I do have a final thought. I have two. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Though, for those who have who follow me on Facebook, no. Um, and we may have talked about it, but uh, February second, I hit twenty five years of Walt Disney World. Hey. Congratulations! I don't know what I did wrong or where the stupid came <laughs> for me to stay in that stay in one place that's long. But uh, <laughs> I. I have enjoyed my time there. Uh, I'm not leaving anytime soon by my own design, uh, but I, I can't believe it's 25 years. I've done a lot. I've seen a lot. And I have the t-shirts and jackets to go with it. Yeah. <laughs> and, there's been, and there's great perks too, where I get friends into the parks, especially when their day is canceled because of a hurricane. Yes, indeed. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. And I got you guys in too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I hope Nancy laughed when she read that, when she put put up that, when I made that comment on her post on Facebook. I hope she realized I was being a smart ass. Mm, which one? Oh, this is back around the house. Uh, I'm sure she did. Yeah. Uh, also I'm too, sure. Also, too, February 12th, the family gets to do our cast preview 
of Tron, the roller coaster at Magic Kingdom. Oh, nice. Yeah. So cool. we'll be able to talk about that. I'm excited because one, I've lost enough weight where I should be able to ride the ride with no problems. Nice. If I could ride Fly to Passage, I should be able to ride this. That's all I got to say. <laughs> um, because if I don't fit in the ride, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be going, look, I didn't lose 82 pounds to be told, no, I can't fit on this ride. Sorry. <laughs> um, but no, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we go February 12th. So the show after February 12th uh, that we'll be recording. So I'm looking at the calendar. Um. So when we record on the 17th, we'll be able to talk about Tron and my experience and our experience on it. Nice. Especially since there's a new Tron movie coming out or possibly in the works. Yeah. Jared Leto. Oh, yeah. Why? But, uh, but that's all I got for final thoughts. Me too. Okay. On that note, uh, I'm sure we left you, everyone asking, want to know more? So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.